Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of I've Got Questions, a pre-modern podcast. My name is William Hurst, and it's been an exciting pre-modern time. We just wrapped up the Euro Championships today, so plenty of coverage coming from there. But today, we're actually speaking to one of our top eight contestants from the previous Misty Mountain Fall Cup. We are with uh, Schaefer, is it Schaefer Hansen? It is Schaefer Hansen. Yep. Well, Sh- well, Schaefer, it is a pleasure to be with you. Schaefer, you finished in the semis of the Fall Cup with a very unique um, welder survival list works we're going to go over that had some really interesting choices. But before we jump into that, um, tell me a little bit about how you found Premodern and what made you interested in playing it. Uh, so in, I guess, the, you know, the past, I've, I've been a legacy player for, I don't know, the past 10 or so years. Mm-hmm. Um, played, mostly played Nick Fit. You know, gotcha. just very, I, you know, just dumb big creatures. <laughs> I'm not really looking to win. You know, I'm playing for fun. And then, so the past couple of years of Legacy have been pretty, uh, not my favorite with sure. all of the crazy stuff that they've put in. So I like sold a bunch of stuff, blah blah blah. And then last February, um, Artie Garcia, I feel like he seems pretty big in the <laughs> pre-modern area. Uh, he yep. put on a little uh, tournament here in Des Moines and. He's like, hey, I got a, a new format that you haven't played before, but I think you'd really like it. Turns out he was right, because I could play Survival. So Absolutely. I mean, you can never complain about playing Survival. I mean, if you've exactly. learned anything from these conversations. And I didn't knew you I had not realized you were part of kind of the Iowa crew that kind of came up with Ari. So shout out to the yep. Iowa crew, by the way. Yep. Great people. Love them all. Um, so let's talk a little bit about the deck. You said um you got to play Survival. What is it about survival that really draws you to it? It's just, I'm, I like every deck that I've ever played. Like the first magic deck I played was a birthing pod deck. Mm-hmm. And I'm just a, a toolbox. Like, to, yep. I like to have an answer for everything. It's probably not the most, uh, you know, there's a lot of variance and not super, um, what's the word? Uh, uh ex- Exciting, Mike. We're not looking for the word exciting. Yeah, I guess it's exciting. Like, sure, sure, you know, sure. Every, every game's different. I don't want to play a deck where it's like, you know... You uh, know, 12, 12 Dreadnought, on turn. Yeah, stifle yeah. it. Yeah, but, but, like, it's probably better, but it's just not my play style. I just want to play a bunch of everything and mm-hmm. get, make people keep guessing. I love I love to hear that. So, you found Premodern um, as part of the Iowa crew. You knew that you could play Survival. What drew you to the variant of survival we're going to talk about. This is a survivor or survival welder deck that has some interesting choices. Have you always <laughs> yeah. been a person who an out of the box person, maybe like finding a answer that is not commonly used that people aren't expecting. Um, how did you kind of come up with putting this build together? Uh, well, like, so I've played, he already's put on a couple tournaments and I played a different, variant of survival played like uh opposition survival mm-hmm. and um the, the hermit feb i tried mm-hmm. that once i guess i tried that at the last uh misty mountains thing mm-hmm. um it went very poorly <laughs> uh so this one i kind of i i just i went on tc decks and was looking through all the survival decks and uh, goblin welder is another one of my favorite cards um, mm-hmm. i like artifact you know bringing them back just so it, it just really spoke to me. And then I like 
we play I play tested once uh, the night before and mm-hmm. putting a Triskelion into play is just it feels good, you know. So I mean, yeah, who who can complain about a Triskelion, right? <laughs> yeah. So let's kind of look at this um deck list a little bit. And there's some ones I even have to look up here because it's <laughs> been a minute. Um so yeah. you've taken two popular kind of things to do. Uh, the survival toolbox, uh, using things like Genesis, Anger, Squeeze, um, searching up answer cards. And then you introduced the welder parts to it, which used things like uh, Bottle Gnomes, Phyrexian Colossus, Shield Sphere, Triskelion. Um, very, very interesting. And you also introduced Burning Wish. So you got three, mm-hmm. three strategies in one that a lot of people have been working on independently, right? Mm-hmm. Um was this something you found on TC decks and adapted? Was this something you, uh, for the most part, for the most um, part. Okay. Yeah. There's a couple like sideboard choices. And, uh, I think we like changed the numbers on the tangle wires and winter orbs and mm-hmm. stuff like that. But for the most part, it was, I found it. What looked like a really cool deck. I'm not much of a brewer. Sure. Um, I just, I, there's a lot of people who are much better at it than me, so I'm going to take their thing and try to do the best with it that I can. Yeah, I definitely think I'm the same way. I'm not a brew. Every brew yeah. I make is not great. I'm like, something's 95% of there, and I find the last like 3 to 5% as best as I can, mm-hmm. and that's where I'm at. So some of the really interesting ones. Now, I actually have to look this one up because I still haven't. Uh, one of an interesting card you had in there was Bloodfire Dwarf. Uh, before we tell <laughs> yeah. people what it is, um, go ahead and guess without looking, but <laughs> Bloodfire Dwarf, I'm assuming you had this for things such as elves, other things of that nature. Yeah, yeah. it's. I think it's really in there for yeah, elves, goblins. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So, I suppose that's probably about it. Elka gets some de- gets takes care of yeah, some decree. Yeah, it's very good. Yeah, takes care of decree yeah. tokens. Um, yeah. So, for those who are not familiar, Bloodfire Dwarf is a one mana one one for red that has red sacrifice it. It deals one damage to each creature without flying. Um, so that's a spicy meatball. Um, what else did we have in here? As I pull this up, um, I guess Bloodfire Dwarf. Also, uh, surprisingly good against Enchantress. Uh, oh, kills the Argothian Enchantress. So that's that was awesome. actually very helpful one day. So yeah. <laughs> absolutely, um, we we have some Tusker love. I you can't complain about a Cross and Tusker. Um, mm-hmm. Bottle Gnomes main deck. Uh, never never doubt the gnomes. Um, some of the spicy a spicy one is you have two Sabos webs main deck, and every time I saw those in play, I just dropped my mouse. But every time I saw those in play, they were freaking disgusting. Yeah, I do think it was the best card in the deck. Like, it came in, like, it was good in every single matchup. It saved me from so many uh, Mishra's Factories mm-hmm. and ports and everything. Like, yeah, it was very strong. Absolutely. And that's a card, there have been a number of cards since Land Tax went away that have jumped up. And now that it has, a lot of people are more comfortable with Man Lands and, as, and ports and things like that. And Sabo's Web really puts a number on them. So kudos to mm-hmm. that. Um, the main deck, pretty pretty clear cut. Some couple Triskelions, uh, Birds of Paradise, things of that nature. But the sideboard is a little 
Interesting. One-ups. So a lot of one-ups, but you have Burning Wish. <laughs> yeah. So you were able yeah. to Burning Wish for things like Call of the Herd, Pyroclasm, things like that. Um, but other things that we don't normally see, see is like you'll go for an Anarchy, which is spicy. Um, Reverent Silence, which is a great target. Um, but one card that I was really surprised to see, uh, it's a Ruination. Mm-hmm. Now, Ruination is four mana, destroy all non-basic lands. And how many times did you cast Ruination this event? Uh, I th- I think I cast it three times. I yep. know I cast it... I. <laughs> One of the times I cast it, it was my downfall against uh, Ricky ah. in our whatever. I guess that that the sem- semi yeah semifinals. Yeah, semis, yep. uh, I got a little greedy. I I just wanted to destroy like you know four or five of his. I think I destroyed all of his lands, but one forest. Uh, but he had a couple box diamonds in, in mm. his hand, so it didn't yeah. go well for me. But yeah, um, fair enough. Yeah, everybody's playing Armageddon. So I wanted to kind of also play Armageddon, you know? I mean, that's that seems very fair to me. Um, I was hoping to see, like, a boil or something in the sideboard as I was looking through this. We did this. have a... Yeah, we had a tsunami for a while, but... Or <laughs> for a minute, but... Yeah. Ruination is just a little bit more. Yeah. So, yeah. so going through the day, um, you got to... Pl- your matchups for the day was wild. Number one, Misty was very green survival heavy this time. Mm-hmm. Really heavy. And it was amazing to see. And your matchups throughout the day, you were facing kind of a almost a who's who of a lot of people who got into the top eight. So you started yeah. off against Fluctuator. Um, looks like actually you- it wasn't Fluctuator. I think that was uh, missed. Oh, uh, it okay. was uh, Chance Encounter. Oh, Chance with, Encounter. Uh, yes, with the Afrit. The whatever the Afrit. Yeah. Ah, uh, I um, love that deck. Which, yeah. <laughs> I, you got me one of them pretty good. But. I love it. I love it. And then mm-hmm. you faced uh doesn't does not say what you faced round two. Mono black. Mono black uh, was like it? Mono the... black control or suicide black, I guess. Okay, kind fair of. enough. I love or, it. Yeah. Was yeah. it like trying to get you with like sacromancies and stuff? Or was uh, it more like uh a... I guess it is the hypnotic specter and like oh, okay. so maybe just like regular mid range mono black. I don't know. See, that's the other thing. I'm relatively new to pre-modern. Uh, gotcha. So I well, don't know all the decks that well. No worries at all. Uh, and then he paced off against um, top eight member Michael. You got a draw mm-hmm. with um, Enchantress. And Enchantress. Yep. yep. The Revenant Silence was very good in that uh, matchup. Yep. We got a chance <laughs> also to speak with uh, Michael on the podcast. He explained that as mm-hmm. well. Um, then he faced Trevor on Terrageddon, who you would also face in the quarters. And then mm-hmm. you faced uh, John, who was also in the top eight with his kind of survival welder deck. The mirror, Close exactly. Pretty much. So with that being said, a lot of kind of mid-rangey green decks. How mm-hmm. did you feel the day went? What kind of interesting stories did you have? Some sort of insights you gained into the format or at least a particular meta you were playing in? Mm, I felt uh, against like the green white terry got in deck i mm. felt like i had enough birds and everything that like it was okay uh that felt like a decent enough matchup mm-hmm. um the first two rounds i think they're they kind of just they went very well for me uh i mm-hmm. don't know if there, there wasn't really any it's just my game did its game plan or my deck did its game plan mm-hmm. theirs didn't very well um i think the mirror was the most interesting but also it felt a little lopsided like i 
personally, I think the Burning Wish uh, package is mm-hmm. better than the like Enlightened Tutor package. Mm-hmm. Um, just the card disadvantage really uh, was not not to my liking. Sure. Uh, uh, I don't know. I felt really all I can say is like Sabo's Web all day was very very good. Mm-hmm. And, um, exactly. Uh, yeah. So that that sounds awesome. So. Talk to me a little bit about the Burning Wish. How did you go about uh, selecting kind of what your package was? Um, the reason it asked is Burning Wish has been one of those cards that gets so many powerful things mm-hmm. in pre-modern. It's just it has not found a home purely yet, and that is just purely because pre-modern is at its essence not a sorcery format. Even though it's slower, even though it's not as action-packed with pitch elementals and all that kind of crap, um, (laughs) it's still instant speed is king. How did you decide on the Burning Wish and what to put in that package? Um, Like, a lot of it, you know, is pretty much... I I feel like all of the the sorcerers that I have, they all are just, you know, very strong. I think, really, the the biggest... um, I don't know, change, not even a big change, but the call of the herd. Yes. Uh, that was the thing I burning wished for the most. Um, mm-hmm. Turns out getting two, three threes against most decks is pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Reverend Science, I played against uh, Enchantress and I played against it a couple times before. And that's always been a problem. Like, mm-hmm. you know, when they get, when they get going, they get going. And if you can destroy everything, like, yep. you know, that sets it back. Um, I don't know, I just had answers to basically everything. I think um, there's probably better sorceries to get, but mm-hmm. uh, I don't know enough of this. I didn't play during the time period of pre-modern, really, sure, like sure. the 90-whatever to 2000, so I don't know all of them. Mm-hmm. Um, I think going forward, I'm, I'm definitely going to be playing this deck more to uh, okay. really get in there. But I love um, it. I think the Crozen Reclamation, not a sorcery, and also... Uh, I think that was kind of left over from when I found the deck. Probably shouldn't have been in there anymore. Sure. Um, I don't. I I think I only burning wished for Reverend Silence Meltdown uh, and Call of the Herd all day. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess Ruination. But my matchups didn't really. I don't think the burning wish was super necessary to the matchups that I had all day. Um, sure. My main plan was good enough most of the time. Gotcha. And I mean, I can definitely see the um, Burning Wish for Call of the Herd. That sounds amazing. A lot of decks mm-hmm. don't deal with 3-3s. Three um, if you were to change anything going to the next one, what are some cards that were underwhelming that can maybe flex out? And what were cards uh, outside of Sabo's web <laughs> that yeah. overperformed uh, in your estimation? Um. I think really the only like I was thinking about this today. I think the only card in the main deck that I didn't really like was Phyrexian Colossus mm-hmm. because like yeah, it's an eight eight. It's huge, but it like it takes the swords to plowshares. Like every time I had it in the on the battlefield, it got swords immediately, and so yeah. like it was just you know gain eight. Um, mm-hmm. I probably would have liked I don't know another Triskelion even or. Um, I don't. I really liked all the cards. Uh, mm-hmm. Honestly, I would. I would kind of have liked another Crows and Tusker, but that might just be because I like Crows and Tusker too much. Well, um, 
I mean, I don't think you can like Tros and Tusker too much. It's a card that does unique things at instant speed that that color doesn't usually get to do at that speed and Mm -hmm. at that price. Um, So I think it's, I think it's wonderful. I agree with you on Colossus. Uh, One of pre-modern's things is source plowshares really does in some ways negate things. Um, And with survival, there's just not a lot of great artifact things to Mm -hmm. get with it. Um, So I agree with that. I like, I like the idea and it probably fits better into a blue red or mono blue like tinker style, like a tinker style deck. Like style yeah. Deck. yeah. Cause you yeah. can do that or you can tinker into like, if only you could survival into like a Phyrexian, um, whatever it's called. The, the one that makes tokens. The devourer? Or, oh, the, well, <laughs> no. you know what you, that's, there, there's something there possibly. No, <laughs> no, no, a little, no. uh, Full so, English breakfasty with it. So you go get Devourer, you cycle off, and then you fling it at them. Yeah, yeah, that's there something. You so you know, little We're combo pack, little little, little <laughs> yeah. combo packages. But yeah, yeah. Uh, there, there are no like Blightsteel Colossuses or anything yeah. like that in pre-modern to go get. So that that's a, a rougher one. Um, so tell I'd say me, just another Triskelion does about the same as right. the Colossus does. So. I would I would agree. Maybe maybe it could have been a Masticore. I could see a Masticore mm-hmm. being in there. Yeah. So yeah, probably that that yeah. was one question I did wonder about. Is like, and maybe I'll, I'll double check again. But I don't. Did you have a squee in this list? I did have a squee, and you know that might be something. I in a couple of the sorry about the background. Oh, don't uh, worry about it. In a in a couple of the um, other survival decks I've been playing, like there's been two squees and. I like a second squee. I feel like there was enough times that um, I just needed more cards in my hand or something, or like, mm-hmm. um, yeah, being able to use squee a bunch. And or if the first one gets, I don't know if I for whatever reason play it, which I don't know why I would do that, but mm-hmm. if it happens, any something you know gets swords, but um, exactly, yeah, squeeze good. Yeah, so squeeze good. The, those are kind of things that stood out to me. Is like Masticore probably fits well in there. Um, mm-hmm. just as a way to take care of things, especially if you have Squee. Um, if you have the Anger, uh, a Deranged Hermit might not be bad. Um, yeah. And then additionally, the only other thought was, um, wh- why Wall of Roots, not Wall of Blossoms? Was it purely the ramp of it? Yeah. Okay. The, the, the like extra Being able to activate Survival on my turn mm-hmm. and my opponent's turn. With just the wall of roots is, I, I think it's just it's very powerful. You know, being I able agree. to do it twice is twice as good as being able to do it once. So absolutely, I know I'll agree with yeah. that. Um, so what are with playing with this matchup? What are matchups that you feel you're not advantaged in? Um, things because you went oh you went xo essentially, well mm-hmm. xo one in the Swiss. Um, what matchups were you scared of with this deck? Uh, probably like this, the stasis decks or, um, why can't I play against you, just, man? Yeah, I know. <laughs> just anything that has a lot of sorts of plowshares counter spells. I don't know that I like, yeah, it's not great to get, but like, uh, goblin welders one drop. So like it can get under counter spells pretty easily. Um, mm-hmm. and, 
I got a bunch of them. Genesis is really good against counter spells, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, basically anything that's got a lot of like, I guess, creature removal. Sure. Um, gotcha. Were you scared at all of like, say, um, slide decks at all? Decks that are are fast, or did you think you had enough um, with Pro- <laughs> the bottle gnomes in there to kind of get there? Yeah, I think that probably would be a uh, a difficult more like. Thankfully, I didn't face it. I do think, um, where the, like, Triskelion is, mm-hmm. uh, you know, kind of actually good. Just everything in Sly is mm-hmm. uh, one toughness, right? So Yeah, for the um, most part, yep. Yeah, uh, and I think, like, having three Tangle Wires is pretty good, because Sly does need its mana, I think. Sure, um, absolutely. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So, if there was, if you were to... If you were to say the most interesting part of this event, you had mentioned kind of the mirror, um, mm-hmm. but what was kind of the most interesting thing you noticed about this or something you were playing and kind of an idea light bulb flashed off in the mind of, oh, I didn't realize this interacted this way. What kind of unique things did you pick up during the day, if any? Uh, I guess not so, not in my favor, but um, Shield Sphere, mm-hmm. uh blocking immediately loses a counter um and so there was one game against uh one of the terrageddon um mm-hmm. where i blocked a terravore and uh-huh. i thought i'm gonna live at one but i did not live at one uh, <laughs> yeah so, gotcha gotcha uh, other than that i don't know oh i guess i did learn uh that morph uh you can still morph with um curse totem in play Yes, you um, can. Because it's a special action. Not So that was very nice to learn. Um, yeah, Vigilante loves what that I thought was gonna be. Yeah, change what I thought was going to be a loss into a win. Um, mm-hmm. Curse Totem, I did learn, and I have learned in all of the survival decks I've ever played, Curse Totem sucks. Not a fan. <laughs> Not a fan? Um, against you, yeah. specifically being played against you? Nobody dropped that on yeah. turn two? Don't yeah. do that? Yeah. Yeah, 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 I yeah, think yeah. that's the most overrated card. For, yeah, absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. Yep. Well, hold on, you're getting ahead of the program. We'll get there eventually. <laughs> um, so you said um, the deck is awesome. It's on. It's been posted up by the tournament organizers. It's on melee. Mm-hmm. You can find it. Um, there are definitely things you can change around, mess around with. Um, so let's kind of move into like a generalized pre-modern conversation. You said you're newer to the format. You were a legacy mm-hmm. player. What kind of decks beyond this would you be interested in trying? Like, what are sort of things that you see that like peak peak your interest? Uh, let's see. I'm I'm really a one trick pony. Fair I enough, like fair survival enough. decks. Really like. Uh, I would kind of like to try to learn how to play elves. Um, mm-hmm. It does like. It's a different. I do like goblins. Like just as a played it in legacy a couple times Mm-mm. i like the goblins deck um but i don't really have any interest in uh like dreadnought that's one of my least favorite st- like ways to play magic i guess um, gotcha i do the- like terrageddon looks fun but gotcha uh, so you're just you're just very much not a like here's this linear plan of the same play patterns of the same game over and over yeah. again I completely get it. Um, I can't say I'm the same way because I play <laughs> Stasis and I've yeah. won with the damn Dreadnought. So uh, I, I don't can... think I've ever um, 
I've never registered a basic island uh, in any tournament I've ever played in. So that's kind of also our map. It's a, it's a powerful feeling. I tell you, it's a very powerful feeling. (laughs) Um, so let me, let's talk a little bit about local scene. Like the Iowa scene Mm -hmm. is one that's really awesome and it's had great success when they've come up, um, with us, uh, my Mm -hmm. corn out there, um, already being a big presence online. Now yourself, um, how is that scene out there? I mean, it sounds like it's growing. What can we, what can yeah, you tell us like, locally about it? Uh, I, it's mostly due to Artie. Um, like I don't own any of the cards that I was playing. They were all his. Um, mm-hmm. so like when he took the deck photo, it's, it's they look pretty. Um, <laughs> I, we've had, uh, he's had, I think we, there's a, we do a little like pre-modern, the Braidwood cup mm-hmm. every like three months or so. I think nice. the next one's in, um, November Ooh. and there's usually, mm, I don't know, 10 to 20 ish people. That's there, nice. So. That's awesome. For a format as niche as pre-modern, I think, you know, trying to make it work down here. So I, I love to see yeah. that. I love to see that. Um, so then what are some kind of parting thoughts on this deck before we get into our three, kind of our three <laughs> questions? Um, what are things, if, if you were to try and sell somebody on this deck, how about that? Give me mm-hmm. your, 30 second to a minute sales pitch on this deck. Oh boy. Uh, well, it, it's got goblin welder and it's really fun to, um, tangle wire, uh, only your opponent. Um, or, you know, keep them locked down with winter orb. It's, it, it's good at building salt. And I really like that. Um, when it's not my own salt, but my opponents, uh, it's, it's, you know, Triskelion's a hell of a card. Anger makes everything go quick. Um, I don't. It's just. It's really fun to play. Like you can just do everything. It's maybe not the most consistent, but it can get the job done. Absolutely. So I'm sold. I'll I'll give it a shot if I can never get off the deck I'm working on. Yeah. All right. So let's go ahead and move into our three questions. One of my favorite mm-hmm. parts, and also really a fun thing to do with people who are newer to the format, because I think their opinions are very different from them those who have been ingrained within the event. Mm-hmm. So first question is, what is the most overrated card in pre-modern, in your opinion? I have a semi-joke answer and then a real answer. My semi-joke answer is a Phyrexian Dreadnought. Um, okay. Only because... I dislike it. Also, like it's an artifact and it ties to everything. I know that's a terrible uh, uh, reason, but I don't think um, it's a terrible reason at all. It does die to a lot of things. Yeah. Like, um, but I think a more serious answer, like Mox Diamond, probably. Like it's strong, but and I know I've heard a lot of people. I've been listening to the podcast the past oh, couple of days. Well, thank you a lot. Uh, I didn't know it existed until now. So well, welcome I, to the you know club. I got I a lot of content. Remember. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, um, but I think Mox Diamond, like the card disadvantage, and there's no loam in the format, or like you know, uh, especially without um, like land tax and mm-hmm. all that anymore. I think it's not as good as it seems like it is. Maybe sure. if that makes sense. That makes sense. I get that. All right, what is your most underrated card in pre-modern, in your opinion? <laughs> Uh, I said it before, but uh, Sabo's Web. See, I think it it just hits everything. And yeah. I am so on board with that, by the way. Like, that card does insane, stupid things. Like, everybody's trying to tap your lands and do all this crap, and then they just don't untap their stuff and swing Mm -hmm. at you. It's beautiful. It's absolutely beautiful. I was talking to 
uh, Ricky after he crushed me, and um, he said, like, I think he said his his three top cards are Zabo's Web, Phyrexian, Furnace, and some other very small artifact that does a lot more than you think it would, but... Um, <laughs> Yeah, so I love it. Sabo's I Web. love it. Sabo's Web, uh, a card that you think should be or will be broken in pre-modern. Uh, because I like it so much, I don't know if it will be, but should I would like it to be tortured existence. Remind um, the folks what tortured existence is. So it's a one mana, one one black mana um, enchantment, and you can pay a black to. Discard a creature card from your hand to return a creature from your graveyard to your hand. Um, it's my favorite deck in Pauper. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if there's really any... I've been trying to work on like a sneak attack tortured existence deck. I don't know okay. if that is a good idea, but um, hmm. I've got a, I'm trying to put my brew cap on. and um, I love it. Yeah, I, don't, I just like tortured existence. I like silly do-nothing um, <laughs> absolutely i think that's beautiful all yeah. right uh schaefer so before we kind of head out for the evening is there anything else um from the day of the event uh from the travels to the event uh that you wanted to share any insights before we kind of let you go uh i just appreciate misty mountain for you know putting it on and uh i'll be back for the next one probably um wisconsin's a nice state Big Yay! Fan. Big fan. Well, we'll <laughs> welcome you back anytime, Schaefer. Um, I wanted to say thank you again for joining us today for this conversation. Um, it was wonderful learning about this deck, guys. Check it out. Um, you won't be disappointed. There's a lot of cool stuff in there, and who knows what's going to happen next with it. So, everybody, as I said, plenty of pre-modern all the time. Google it. You'll find it. And we will talk to you next time. Take care, everybody. Uh-huh.